Section 22 of Birds and Nature, Volume 12, Number 4, November 1902. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pradeep Singh Ahdi. When Billy Came Back Billy is the handsomest flicker that comes to the grove of oaks on the north campus of the college, and that is saying a great deal. For several years he has occupied a splendid house hollowed out with much labor in the great oak by the powerhouse. Just above the portico of his house, Billy has his xylophone. This remarkable instrument is just seasoned enough and has just the correct spring in its splinters. Here every morning at this season he beats a series of tunes, monotonous perhaps, but rather pleasing to Billy and me. After beating a tune, he screams at the top of his voice, Get up, get up! He is an alarm clock and a great nuisance to those who love their morning nap, but I would not allow him to be disturbed. He seems so businesslike and earnest. My wife was disposed to disparage his musical attainments, but when she saw the marvelous rapidity of his strokes and the beauty of his red crest flashing in the slanting sunlight, she became a partisan. It should be said, of course, that after the brief season of courtship is over and Billy's wife is busy about her housekeeping, he is less musical and we do not have our reveille so regularly. Early last spring, a pair of English sparrows took possession of Billy's house and worked with a diligence worthy a better cause to fill it with sticks and bits of straw. I was interested at once and waited eagerly to see what Billy would do when he should return. I did not have many days to wait. One fine day, I heard Billy hammering a gay tune. I watched and was soon rewarded. Billy seemed taken aback, but soon recovered from his surprise and proceeded to clean house at a great rate. Meantime, the sparrows could do nothing but scold, and I confessed to a degree of satisfaction in their discomfiture. For once, the speckled little Ishmaelites were impotent. Finally, the last straw was thrown out and Billy perched upon the limp that served as a portico for his house, screamed with defiance and satisfaction. Soon he flew to a distant part of the grove in search of the Mrs. Flicker, I suppose, and was gone for perhaps an hour. The sparrows worked desperately and had nearly all the materials replaced when Billy, disappointed in his quest and in no very good humor, returned. This time Billy's patience was entirely gone, and he threw sticks right and left, stopping occasionally to scream with anger. He seemed to know there would be little use in chasing the pesky sparrows. He did not go far from home after that, so there the sparrows were compelled to go house-hunting elsewhere. Billy mounted guard over his fireside and his altars for several days, treating us to a quantity, if not a variety, of drum solos, and the seductive notes of his cross-cut saw of a voice were in constant evidence. He never knew the sorrow of the human performer of like merit when his best friends are willing for him to rest. One fine day, a demure-looking female, attracted by his music, came and critically examined the house. I knew she was already one, but Billy did not, and it was amusing to watch his antics. Did you ever see a flicker desperately in love? It was evidently love at first sight with Billy. He spread his wings, showed the jet black crescent on his vest, displayed the crimson glory of his crest, played the most catchy tune on the xylophone, and sang his most melodious song. Meantime, the coy female, already decided, still appeared to be unable to make up her mind. She made as if to go on, and Billy was in disappear, and redoubled his persuasion.
she never heard such a tattoo nor seen such a xylophone nor yet so fine a fellow as billy soon she stopped her pretended search for lava under the loose bark and made another inspection of the house she exemplified the maxim to hesitate is to be lost and soon she and billy were busy with their housekeeping the sparrows got no further chance to occupy billy's summer home a happy family was reared and educated in the autumn disappeared as i write billy has returned and is beating a merry tune while six or more sparrows sit around listening as if to learn how mrs flicker has not yet returned but i believe the sparrows have given up the ideas of taking his house i'm in doubt about mrs flicker but i know billy he's larger and handsomer than ever i've studied his every beautiful feather sometimes i think he jumps behind a limb just to tease me but i am fond of him and i hope he may return for many years by roland watts end of section 22